welcome back to Sister Whispers. Hope you all had a nice St. Patrick's weekend and Mother's Day. Yeah, we went to Castle Archdale. Yes. For the day on St. Patrick's Day. It's like a walk near Enniskillen. Yeah, through a forest. Yes, it was lovely. And we had packed a picnic. Oh my God. But Benji made us drop the flask with our boiling water and smashed it like literally it was all glass on the inside so we were just like let's just get home and have tea at home it was so disappointing though because we love a picnic i know and like we were sitting in the car and it was literally lashing out it was so lovely and i was like it's so cozy to have like a wee picnic now but we ended up back at home but it was actually still nice at home did we watch a movie or something what did we do that day Um, it was actually a really nice day though i think we watched maybe like a documentary or something oh yeah oh Oh, yeah we went out yeah, and, and then, then me and Darla went out um, on Friday night, and we went for dinner on Saturday, and then we went out on Saturday night as well. So it was, and then su- we went for dinner again. On and then we went Sunday. for dinner on Sunday. It was a super busy weekend, but it was so nice. Yesterday we kind of yesterday was Monday. We kind of just took the day to like recuperate. Yeah, and we just kind of had a chill day. So we're back in business today. Yeah, back to work. Today we're going to be talking about attachment styles. We were supposed to talk about this last week after the love languages episode, but we weren't really feeling it. So we're back today and we are going to talk about each of the four attachment styles. And then we're going to do a little test to find out ours because I feel like we both have a good idea of what we are, but we'll see. So let's get into it children form these attachment types from the relationship they have with their parents or their caregivers and then they carry that attachment style into their adult relationships and like it can change throughout their life because it's all affected by different experiences and relationships that they have yeah so your adult relationships mimic the relationships that you had in your childhood and your attachment style affects how we see behave and act in our relationships and how we deal with challenges within our relationships so there are four types of attachment styles yeah so it's anxious anxious avoidant avoidant and then secure so secure is like a safe attachment style where you see relationships as safe you experienced healthy relationships and connections in childhood and there's not really too many issues within your relationships as an adult whereas anxious anxious avoidant and avoidant are insecure attachment styles and that is where you feel like you can't rely on others and you feel like I guess unsafe within the relationship in whatever form that shows up in with your attachment style yeah and like you can be a specific attachment style you could be secure but then have tendencies of someone who's anxious like yeah it's, like the they kind of it can kind of overlap like yeah and like change throughout like it's depending no one's going to be a hundred percent secure because no. they're like obviously through life yeah. things happen like yeah with like different relationships you've, you've experienced but like you can be like say like 98 percent secure and yeah maybe like have like jealous tendencies or like you know yeah trust issues or whatever so we'll go into each of the four In attachment styles more. now starting with secure which i feel like neither one of us are secure speak for yourself 
No, because... We'll see in the test. Yeah, we'll do the test. But I just feel like people who, like, are so, like, I'm secure, I'm secure, are just avoidant. Because avoidant people are like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I don't need anyone. I'm fine. Like, but I'm like, no. Like, you sound like you're avoidant, like, to me, personally. Because I used to be like, I am so secure. Well, I know that for sure isn't (laughs) right. (laughs) It's not true. Anyway... Secure people are able to build healthy, long-lasting relationships with little to no, like, pressing issues. Like, there's obviously challenges that come up within the relationship, but they're able to work through them with ease, Yeah, I guess. Like, they don't worry about being abandoned or, like, allowing someone getting too close to them. Like, they're, they have the ability to be vulnerable. Yeah, and they are able to trust others and effectively like work through and communicate like any problems or issues or like challenges that come up in the relationship they they actually they tend to have like high self self-esteem because they had like very like secure relationships in their childhood and they were able to like communicate and like share their feelings and emotions and like felt validated without being punished so like their parents or their caregivers or their guardians like gave them the space to like express themselves freely yeah like their emotions were validated without the punishment yeah and then also they are like raised by people who are likely to be secure or at least emotionally available and like (laughs) self-aware so like it's like if the parent or guardian is self-aware like they're not like taking their like issues out on the child or like you know giving them their like trauma I guess yeah and the thing is like when we say like these relationships come from parents and like we're talking about like punishment and all like it doesn't have to be awful awful punishment no like when you're a child obviously like you're a lot more sensitive to things yeah and like that does affect you and like the thing is so it could be as simple as like if you're like expressing how you feel as a child and like your parent or guardian says stop crying yeah like you know things like that and like that's all generational like we all like it's a whole thing where it's like yeah we're taught we're supposed to nearly like be tough yeah like that like Like man up and that kind of stuff tough loves best love yeah exactly so it's not like necessarily like terrible punishment it's just like you know as in like if you're expressing your emotions they aren't giving you the space to do that in like a way that you feel safe or validated and that's because that's probably how they've been brought up yeah so they don't see the like yeah damage yeah exactly so people who are secure are just in general like they feel worthy of love and they don't really depend on others for like approval or validation like they they're pretty they're secure within themselves like yeah really and like their connections with people are healthy they're not obviously obsessive yeah or like like codependent or like yeah just they're healthy people god what is it like to be like that i have no idea (laughs) so the next attachment style is anxious so someone who's anxious has like a fear of being alone they 
seek approval and like reassurance and they fear rejection they kind of like see their partner as like they kind of put their partner on like a pedestal where they're like they value their approval over anything else and they're like they want like Derbla said reassurance from them like they want to be like seen and heard by them they're like the most kind of important person in their life yeah and they like really care what that person thinks of them and they don't feel like worthy nearly of them or something it's like their relationship is like so important that they are like constantly like trying to almost get attention from their partner then when they feel that way about their partner they start to nearly maybe threaten the relationship so that their partner will say oh I do love you whatever you know like they'll be like well, I'm going to break up to you because yeah, you, whatever. They're constantly looking for reassurance from their partner, basically. And also they tend to have like codependency issues. So like a codependent relationship is where like one person in the relationship is like the kind of caregiver and the other is the one who takes advantage of the other person. And it's like they sort of allow each other to like engage in their self-destructive behavior so like whether that's like um something serious like alcoholism or like substance abuse or if it's something simple well not simple but more simple like pushing the person away or like like threatening to break up with them like Darla said like things like that it's like essentially like an imbalance in the relationship yeah power imbalance yeah Yeah. so anxious attachment styles stem from inconsistent parenting so the child had like no kind of security in their early relationships yeah so sometimes they might get a response from their parent the child and then sometimes their parent might be like unavailable emotionally yeah or distant or like yeah just not there for them i guess Um, So a child who is like anxious grows up feeling like they have to look after themselves or other people around them. And that's where the codependency like issues kind of come from. Um, And then some other signs of like an anxious attachment style is they're clingy and sensitive to criticism. They can be like extremely jealous or like distrusting of their partner or like almost like make up things in their head. Like it can sometimes be like where they're like jealous, but there's no reason really for them to be jealous. Yeah, it's probably like a kind of thing where they they want make the it reassurance. Yeah. It's like yeah, so they kind of like need the approval of others and they just have a fear of being abandoned or like being alone yeah and they don't feel like worthy of love so they kind of often like blame themselves for anything that comes up in a relationship and like I said they kind of put their like partner on a pedestal so they don't feel like they deserve this person yeah like they worry that this person is going to leave them yeah or they don't want to stay with them yeah and that's why they tend to be so jealous because they can kind of be they they tend to think like the person's just going to leave them for someone else so 
So obviously if they see this person yeah. like talking to someone else or they're out and they're not replying yeah they're just like jumping to the worst yeah conclusion like i feel like the main sign of someone who is anxious is jealousy yeah and distrust obviously so they have like such a deep rooted fear of abandonment or rejection because they didn't have that like stability in their childhood yeah and also like i feel like a lot of people can experience jealousy but it's nearly like the reactions someone has yeah that shows their attachment style yeah because obviously you know people could be jealous but then they'll be like well i'm not going to speak to them whatever yeah or they could be jealous and then be ringing them loads yeah say i'm gonna break up with you and yeah that kind of thing so i feel like a lot of the times we get like issues i guess from our relationships but how we deal with them like how we deal with the issues is like shown in our attachment style so like obviously jealousy is so common in relationships like it's probably the most common issue that like arises in relationships but I feel like it's more intense with people who are anxious attachment style but like obviously say if I'm jealous and I'm avoidant I would I would be like well I'm just not gonna speak to them like yeah I'm just gonna like I, I'm gonna go out and do the same thing, kind of that yeah. kind of a vibe. And like, then someone who's secure, they can nearly reassure themselves. Yeah, exactly. Or they could just like have like a very open conversation. Yeah, effective well, communication. What that would be like? <laughs> I'd be like, no, shut down. Like, so moving on to anxious avoidant. This is somewhere in between, obviously anxious which we just talked about and avoidant which we'll talk about after this one and it's the one that I feel like I relate to the most but I would lean more on the avoidant side and she also thinks this is me but I I know how I feel maybe though (laughs) you're like secure within like your like friendships and relationships with others but like when it comes to a romantic relationship you're more anxious avoidant like whereas you're yeah. secure within your own relationship i don't even think i am i think we'll you see. are like, I, I, anyway yeah like we said we'll do we'll the test yeah because <laughs> like you might know how i like you might might just have like this perception yeah well maybe from an you, outside. changed like but i feel like i definitely um this but more avoidant tendencies because like i i was like looking through it and i was sort of like yeah i can i get a lot of these but I would be even more avoidant in this but I wouldn't say I'm completely avoidant but maybe I am I don't know yeah. <laughs> I'm literally like I'm not avoidant but like I don't know I just don't want to I just don't want to accept the fact that I'm avoidant yeah but maybe okay. I am we'll anyway, explain it now so anyway. we'll get into it so anxious avoidant is like a person who fails to build healthy long-term relationships because of their inability to be emotionally and or physically intimate with someone else. This attachment style develops because their parent or guardian has been emotionally distant or absent. So like even if it like say like one parent was like present and the other was absent or like the other parent was like maybe in and out of their lives or something like that like that kind of can like, also lead to like yeah. an anxious avoidant like it's just again like I feel like they're all just like 
in some way had like a childhood where their relationships were unstable in some yeah. way and I feel like it doesn't even have to be where they're out of the house it could be that the child's just left to look after themselves because maybe they're the oldest and then there's younger ones or there's younger ones and yeah. the parents like more focused on the other children or like the parents are like really busy with work or yeah. like you know maybe like I don't know just like exact or like maybe they have like a child who's like sick and then the other child yeah. like left to like fend for themselves so it's just like a kind of an absent physically or emotionally parent or guardian or parents guardians yeah and then the child is just kind of expected to be independent yeah the child becomes like hyper independent in childhood and into adulthood and they feel like they don't need anyone else for like care or support yeah so as an adult they tend to like avoid intimate relationships both physically and emotionally romantic relationships and probably like any type of relationship they just like have a fear of this kind of like abandonment again abandonment or rejection you know um but they feel it in a way that they just feel like (laughs) (laughs) they feel like super like independent like they it's not that they like they just, don't want to yeah, depend yeah on they just others, yeah basically. they just they're like i don't need anyone else like i'm fine on my own like yeah and they have like a fear or just issues with committing to someone. yeah they the, this is like the absolute like pinnacle of like commitment issues <laughs> <laughs> um so they're like extremely uncomfortable with like expressing their emotions or being vulnerable <laughs> I'm like, ah, I hate this. Like, I hate, like, being aware of myself. (laughs) But yeah, they're just, like, uncomfortable with, like, vulnerability and, like, trusting others and letting others in. And, like, they tend to, like, keep people... Like, they, they do have relationships, but they keep people at a distance. Like, everything's surface level. Yeah, they even have this superficial like view of themselves where they believe that they don't need someone to yeah. complete them. They're just like so independent. They're like yeah. a strong. It's like someone being like, "I'm super strong and independent. I don't need anyone else." But it's like, like you, like everyone. It's like, are you trying to convince yourself? Yeah, like. That, like- because attachment attachment style theory is where like everyone needs like emotional and physical bonds and connections so anxious avoidant people are like no I don't like I don't need anyone but everybody like we as humans need connection so like people who say I don't need anyone I don't need anyone like you do you need those emotional connections so it's just like that's their way of protecting themselves because they're like, I don't need anyone. I'm just super independent. But everyone needs someone to care about them, to support them. And everyone needs someone to lean on at some point in their lives. Yeah. The last attachment style is avoidant. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> is this what you think you are? 
I feel like I'm anxious avoidant, but more avoidant, avoidant like avoidant yeah. in capital letters, anxious <laughs> in lowercase, like script. <laughs> yeah. Someone who's avoidant can be inconsistent and unpredictable. And they also have like quite intense trust issues. I don't feel like you do have trust issues. No, I actually don't. But I you do. definitely are unpredictable. I know, I know. The thing is, I don't have trust issues when it comes to other people. Like, I don't get jealous. Like, I don't feel... Like, I'm like, if someone wants to go get with someone else's fine, just go then. <laughs> yeah, that's you being avoidant. <laughs> but one thing, and I mentioned this before in the podcast, my therapist is like, girl, you have such intense trust issues with yourself. yourself. Like, I just don't trust. But I think that's because I know, like, my behavior is inconsistent and, like... Yeah. chaotic at a time yeah a so. little bit yeah unstable kind yeah. of <laughs> so avoidant attachment style develops when a child experiences trauma neglect fear abuse confusion and like their parent or their guardian are source of comfort as well as fear which makes them feel like unstable instability yeah in their childhood yeah so then they mimic that obviously in their adult relationships (laughs) yes um so the kind of signs i guess of avoidant attachment style are like fear of rejection unstable emotions like kind of all over the place like you never really know what you're going to get with the person god i'm really selling myself on this on this episode like yeah. <laughs> um intense anxiety or like other like kind of mental health issues like personality disorders substance abuse issues things like that except I, like obviously i'm not i'm at the i'm talking about other people not me yeah here. like this obviously there's a whole like nearly yeah spectrum of it yeah like you're like, not gonna yeah. be every avoidant isn't gonna have all of these yeah issues. exactly this is just like some of the signs you know um so they obviously have like very inconsistent and unstable behaviors within their relationships yeah so they can alternate between like clinginess and then pushing others away and they kind of like seek out nearly love or yeah. like you know they seek out like a relationship but then just to reject it yeah because they're like they want love because they had that love in their childhood but then they reject it because they also fear it yeah because it's nearly like a thing where they have control over ending it yeah rather rather than somebody else so they're gonna hurt someone else instead of being hurt yeah themselves by someone else um and yeah, see, this is why I don't feel like I relate completely to the avoidant thing is because like in terms of the clinginess and like emotional side of it, I'm like, no, I don't feel that for me. Like, I don't feel like I... Yeah, I think you're just too far gone. You're just like constantly yeah, I'm <laughs> rejecting. Like, I know, like, because I'm like, I would not be clingy at all. Yeah. I'm like, no... But maybe you don't want to appear clingy. Yeah, no, because, mm, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't think I'm clingy <laughs> at all. Maybe you don't allow yourself to be clingy because you don't want to appear that way. Yeah, maybe. I know. Much to think about. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I'm, yeah, speechless. I need to text my therapist ASAP. <laughs> Literally ghost my therapist because I was like, she's getting a bit too close to me. <laughs> so anyway, they're the four attachment styles. And like we said, things kind of overlap within them. Like some of the things are quite similar. A lot of the insecurity comes from like instability in your relationships as a child. And like you can be secure and have like you know, different tendencies of the other attachment styles. So it's kind of just like whatever kind of you relate to yourself yeah. and being aware of it. Yeah, because the thing is like you develop these attachment styles when you're a child. But then like I actually, we watched a documentary on personality yeah. and like you can unlearn your behaviors mm-hmm. It just takes more work. Yeah. So that's why, like, obviously journaling and, like, even, like, listening to podcasts, things like this, like, becoming aware of these types of things that affect your relationships and how you just behave through life. Yeah, and I think it's important to reflect on your relationships and see if you have any repeating patterns with relationships, even if it's, like, different people, but, like, the same issues are coming up. Like maybe it's time to like have a look at yourself Mm. or have a look at the people that you're choosing to like let into your life. Because I know personally in the past I have let like very um, hmm, anxious, anxious people into my life. Yeah, but also potentially like I don't want to say troubled because I'm like that seems a bit dramatic, but like just people with their own issues and I know everyone has issues but like people who aren't very self-aware of their issues yeah and maybe that is my avoidant because I'm like oh I this gives me a reason to like push them away then yeah I don't know and like I find that if you are with somebody who's secure that can actually help a lot with because like, they're willing to give you the reassurance yeah. or like they're and, willing to be like, no, you're not allowed to push me away. Yeah. And like it kind of eventually, um, what was the word? like, uh, corrective experiences. Yeah. I love that term. Yeah. I don't know why <laughs> I'm like corrective experiences. Um, so yeah, it's just mainly about being aware of yourself, your attachment style, how you behave in your relationships. And the people you're choosing to like connect with. Yeah. And also I find that like it's not really your fault that you're the way you are. No, it's like not. it's how you've been like treated in your life and like shown love. But if you like you can't just like blame that as well yeah. on your behaviors. You can't be like, oh well I'm anxious and this is why I need to yeah you know hunt a text or a call down it's the same as what we were saying with the love languages like you can't just be like well I'm physical touch so like I want physical touch when your partner is like not physical touch their words of affirmation like you need to like work with other people and like it's not your fault that you are the way you are but it is your responsibility to like be aware of it and like make the changes needed going forward in your relationships because like you don't want to also like end up hurting or like becoming a toxic person or causing other people issues because like yeah that can happen too you know yeah so 
So everyone does have responsibility over how they behave. Yeah. Yeah. It's not your fault that you are the way you are, but you need to take responsibility yes. in changing how you go forward. Yeah. So me and Daryl have been fighting this whole podcast about what she is. So we're going to do a test now. So I will link the test that we're using in the podcast description and also on the Instagram page, on the stories, whatever. Um, and we're just going to discuss some of our answers. So... We're Let's, starting it at the same time. Right, okay. Answering Let's go. the same. When in a relationship, I often worry that my partner will stop loving me. No. No. I'm afraid that if someone gets to know the real me, they won't like me. No. False. That's true. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I recover quickly after a breakup. It's strange how fast I can move on. <laughs> When I'm not in a relationship, I feel anxious and incomplete. False. False. I struggle to emotionally support my partner when they're feeling down. False, I think. True, I feel. I'm false. I I don't know what to be saying to people. (laughs) Like, when my partner is away, I fear they might become interested in someone else. False. And if they do, I don't care. (laughs) That's their issue. (laughs) God. (laughs) I feel comfortable relying on romantic partners. False. I don't like sharing my deepest emotions with my partner. False. True. (laughs) Oh my God. Like, how do you even have a relationship? I don't know. Well, you haven't had one in a a minute. (laughs) In a minute. (laughs) When I express my emotions to my partner, I'm scared they won't feel the same. I don't express my emotions to my partner. Um, I won't feel the same. False. Overall, I'm satisfied with my romantic relationships. Well, I don't have any. Same. <laughs> I don't feel the need to create drama in my relationships. True. True. I find it hard to depend on romantic partners. True. In what way? Depend on them just in any way, like. Mm. False. I tend to become attached quickly to my romantic partner. Absolutely false. False, no way. Forget about it. I don't have much trouble expressing my wants and needs to my partner. True. False. I sometimes feel irritated or angry with my partner without knowing why. False. False. I'm very aware of my partner's needs. True. Um, I don't know. Like in past? Probably. Like have you spoken about it? No. No. (laughs) I believe... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to be embarrassed by the bloody... I'm, t- I'm telling you. And I'm answering these fully real. I know. I'm, I'm like, going to be oh secure. God. Like, okay. So anyway, I believe that most people are honest and dependable. True. Maybe I sound naive, but... I'm like, it's 50-50. Like, I don't think I'm very dependable, to be honest. So I'm like, how can yeah, I say that true. most people are if I don't but even think I is... am myself? I feel like if I'm going to be with somebody, I don't know, I feel like I'm just like, I know that I'm not going to pick somebody who's not. See, I'm like, I probably will pick someone who's <laughs> like literally going to treat me like absolute garbage. Like, <laughs> I'm scared that if my partner leaves me, I'll never find someone else. False. False as well. I worry that I'm not attractive enough. Absolutely false. False. Sometimes people view me as boring because I don't create drama in relationships. My ex-boyfriend used to call me boring all the time. Oh, God. Um, yeah. I've never been told that I'm boring because I don't create drama. 
Yeah, I'm going to say false, though, because it wasn't so, because we I didn't create drama. I didn't create drama. It was him, but also whatever. When I disagree with someone, I have no trouble expressing my opinions. Mm, I'm going to say true. Yeah, me too. If someone I'm interested in checks out other people, A, it makes me feel sad. B, it doesn't bother me much. I might feel a little jealous, but it passes quickly. C, I feel re- relieved that they're not looking for exclusivity. I don't know what that word is even. Exclusivity. I like, can't, yeah. I know I know, I know the word. Oh, okay. I can't pronounce it. Um, B, for me, it doesn't bother me, but I might feel a little jealous. Um, you're though that last one. <laughs> That's why I laughed when I was reading it. <laughs> if someone I'm dating starts acting cold and distant, A, I might wonder what's going on, but I know it's probably not about me. B, I might not care or even feel relieved. Or C, I worry that I've done something wrong. I'm always like, A, it's probably not me. <laughs> I'm going to say that too. No, you're you're probably thinking more relieved or something. What was that last one? <laughs> yeah, I said it. I said I said I really... I'm always like, oh, they probably have something else going on. See, I like that's why I that's why I mean I'm like anxious avoidant because but like leaning towards avoidant because I'm like they probably have something else going on, but I'm like low key like, oh thank, thank God. God. <laughs> Staying friends with my ex, strictly platonic, won't be a problem. After all, we have a lot in common. No, I'm just like, I'm going to no. say false because I'm like, I don't... No, I just don't see the need for exes to be friends. Yeah. Not in a way where I'm like, I just mean like... I know, like... That, that could no. get messy, like. I know. While I enjoy spending time with my partner, I also make sure to have time for myself and my own interests and I don't feel guilty about it. True. I would say you're true as well. What does that mean? You enjoy spending time with your partner, but you also make time for yourself. How do you not? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you not understand I thought it was at the same time. (laughs) I often feel like I am not good enough for my partner and they are settling with me. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's not autistical maniacs. No. (laughs) But I'm just not insecure like that. No, I know. I know, Sim. I feel uncomfortable with vulnerability and may use humor or sarcasm to deflect serious conversations or emotions false a hundred percent true without (laughs) a doubt that's my biggest thing like i i am like that's my way of coping with anything like all my friends know it like i tend to cling on to my partner and seek reassurance from them constantly even if even if it means sacrificing my own independence false no false i often push people away before they have the chance to get too close even if i am interested in them false true for you yeah (laughs) i guess shocking (laughs) i can handle disagreements or conflicts with my partner without feeling like it's the end of the world and i trust that we can work through them together true i'm gonna say true as well I often put my partner on a pedestal and idolize them, even if it means overlooking red flags or negative traits. False. No way. No way. No. I'm avoidant. I'm secure. Are ya? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy. I knew it. So it says here for me and my secure attachment style, secure attachment style is characterized by a healthy balance between independence and intimacy in relationships. You have a positive view of yourself and your partner and are generally 
able to communicate your feelings effectively. You are able to maintain strong relationships and are not too worried about being abandoned. Hmm. What's that like? (laughs) Really great. (laughs) So my primary attachment style is avoidant. Shocking. That actually, do you know what? That is actually a little bit... No, because I did know that I was avoidant. Of course I know that. But I did think I was leaning more towards anxious avoidant. But now I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm avoidant. (laughs) So it says, avoidant attachment style is characterized by a tendency to avoid emotional closeness in relationships. You may have difficulty trusting others and may find a challenge challenging to communicate your feelings openly with your partner you may also struggle with maintaining close meaningful relationships due to fear of vulnerability no (laughs) yeah no (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) but it also says on this website there's much more your scores are unique every person has traits of more than one attachment style Knowing your current degrees of anxious, secure and avoidant is the first step to know yourself better and improve your love life for good. Yeah, which we said in yeah. the beginning. We're working, on, well, you don't need, you don't have any work to do. You're done. <laughs> My work's completely <laughs> done. Like, like clock out, you're fine. Like I, I have a bloody workload ahead of me, Jesus. So <laughs> yeah. That was enlightening, I feel. It wasn't even. I knew See, I knew it. I knew it the didn't whole time. We say, I was even avoiding my own attachment style. I was like, yeah. I'm anxious avoid. Didn't we even say at the start, like, we're so different? Yeah. I think the first episode we said was, we are so I know. different. Yeah. Like, we're very similar in some ways, but, like, complete and utter yeah. opposites in other ways. We were like watching like teen first dates or first dates or something and they were like, I really like you. And I was like, oh my God, like I can't imagine saying I like you to someone. And you were like, go back to therapy girl, you're 26. (laughs) I know that's like something you'd say when you're like 16 and you're like insecure and... No, like that's just so scary. Like, but like, I don't know. I'm just like, not even insecure. It's just like, obviously when you're younger, you don't have experience yeah with as many with like being vulnerable like that yeah so you'd be a bit afraid the first time you're saying you're liking someone or whatever but like you're 26 i'm genuinely you've had boyfriends i'm genuinely terrified of having feelings for people like genuine like as in like every boyfriend i've had or like every like serious like thing i've had with a boy like I've told them I like them or have feelings for them in a really weird way like (laughs) like really weird like I had to be like absolutely blackout drunk for my last oh my god relationship like (laughs) honestly like if any boy is listening to this they are gonna run a mile from you they're gonna say (laughs) stay away from Aline well I'm like fair enough run for the hills I'll run the opposite (laughs) way Oh we're gonna gosh. run away from each other <laughs> but no I'm working on it I'm trying kind of mm. I've I've got better with like my my friendships yeah <laughs> anyways I'm like I don't know where to begin anyways I know girl same I'm like I don't I don't I'm like I don't even I have all them books sitting down there and I'm like where what issue do I begin with? <laughs> honestly like but anyways, that's my that's my baggage to deal with. 
So you can look after yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and Durbin's grand. She's 100%. Oh, I'm just perfect. Am yeah. I? No. <laughs> Seems <not>. to be. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our episode on attachment styles. Done. Finally. Yeah. Super. Please enjoyed it. Yeah. Super interesting topic. Love yeah. that. There's Love. loads of like podcasts and like things on YouTube and yeah. documentaries and all that there you can watch and books. Yes attached is a book on the whole kind of like overview of it i'll leave that in the description as well and i'll link it on the instagram for use yeah and yeah i think consuming things that are more like knowledgeable about those topics yeah can be a big help yeah in changing that part of you yeah because you just become more aware of it and then you start to notice these traits that you have yeah and you know that can like kind of force you nearly to yeah you're just aware of it so yeah and like it's not even like you need to be making big drastic changes but it's just being aware of like how you're reacting in certain situations and like understanding why you're reacting or behaving or like dealing with things the way you're dealing with them and you can like move forward knowing a little bit more about yourself and the more you're aware you are of yourself the more like the easier it is to like make the changes yeah so we hope you've enjoyed this week's episode make sure you follow us on the instagram at sister whispers pod and rate the podcast please if you are enjoying we actually had some nice messages i i do the um instagram yeah i still don't have the password after like two yeah months. i actually forgot what the password <laughs> is to be fair but we got some nice messages this past week so we appreciate that it's been nice to hear some positive feedback yeah and it doesn't feel like we're talking to nobody the void (laughs) (laughs) so thanks so much for that and yeah we hope you have a lovely week and we'll see you next thursday bye